Blessed one, welcome to Inspiring Word, a life-transforming encounter with the Word of God with Bishop Steve Asari. Bishop Steve Asari is the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, the Way Cathedral. Lighthouse Chapel International is part of the United Denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Steve has a unique teaching gift and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now on Inspiring Word with Bishop Steve O. Asari. God is good. He's blessed you. He's kept you. Thank you, Lord. We are in a new month, the, new, the month of September. Grinding slowly to the end of the year. Your goodness. And you want to acknowledge what God has done. Your favor is his goodness. Thank you. Thank you. You are so good, Lord. Saying thank you to God is acknowledging. Thank you, Thank you, Lord. You are saying that whatever I am and whatever I have. Thank you. It is God who has done it. It is you, Lord. And it is God who has given it to me. But to thy name be all the glory. Be all the worship. We bless you, Lord. Take all the glory, Lord. We bless you, Lord. You want to also pray and commit this new month that you are in. Mm. That in this month, yes, Lord. you see the manifestation of the wow. blessing of God. In the name of Jesus. Manifestation, manifestation means that it will come clear. It will come to fruition. It will come to a, 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 a good end. It will come into materialization. You see that what God is doing is materialized. And you can see it. Lift up your voice and pray that in this month, that I will see with my eyes and handle with my hand the blessing of God and the goodness of God and what God has done and doing in my life. I will see with my eyes, I will handle with my hands the goodness of God and the blessing of God. I will see with my eyes and I will handle with my hands. What God is doing, what God has done, manifestation, 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 it is the ninth month in the name of Jesus, and the month of blessing, yes, Lord, the month of materialization, whatever is hidden, whatever is hidden. Is not manifest. Is there, but we cannot see. Is there, but we can't know. But today, as we pray, anything hidden, blessing hidden, goodness hidden, power of God hidden, ministry hidden, is manifesting. Is coming out. 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 And we can see it. Thank you. We bless you, Lord. We bless you. Father, thank you for many blessings. Many blessings. Thank you for goodness. How good you are to us. Oh, yes. How manifold are thy mercies and thy blessings. 
bless oh, God. oh God, to nobody's like us. Mm. We bless you. We bless you. We honor you. We honor you. And we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Holy Spirit, open our eyes that we may behold wondrous things from the law of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Give a shout of praise to Jesus. Somebody shout to your neighbor since you are disturbing. If your neighbor doesn't complain, you haven't shouted well. Until your neighbor complains. Right, please be seated. This is one of our beautiful books that we have in our church. Lord, I know you need somebody. Have you seen this book before? You sure? Yeah. We have nice books in the church. Get them and read. Because, you see, the books are mainly for ministry. But they are also for the development of your life. Because the skills you need to develop a ministry are the skills you need to develop your life. Do you know that? Do you know that? Yeah. They are, they are the same skills. Yeah. What you need so maybe you say every pastor, you are the pastor they are talking to in the book. Yes. And your church, the first church you have is your own life. It's your first church. Because what is it if you are a pastor of thousand people and you can't organize your own life properly? You will not even be pastor of thousand people. Yes. It won't get there. So read. We have good books. Only people who have lost something will gather these books and say they are burning them. Yes. Or somebody organizing books to burn because they are not good. Ah, Write your books and let them come out. So we all see that. These are better books. We'll stop reading this one. We'll come and read yours. What do you think? Yes. Let's write what is the good one. We'll all leave these ones. And come and read. I don't know the geography books we used in school. They are not there. I mean, the geography book I used was written by the best geography professor, Professor Bennett the best in the past and the best in the future. I asked somebody, Do you, have you heard the name Professor Ben? He said, no. And I was sad. I wasn't a geography. I was geography in secondary school. He had a book. I thought that I liked the man, so his book must be the best. They don't even know his name. But I've never heard that somebody collected his books to burn them because they have brought new ones. They now saw that the new ones come in. They are not even better, but they are easy enough for today's generation. 
Yeah, that's why they don't know him. They don't even read books. University do you read books. Very good. So, Lord, I know you need somebody. How will God need somebody who is a nobody like you? Are you somebody or nobody? Say, I am somebody who is a nobody. I am nobody who God has made into somebody. Yeah, only God can make you into somebody. Hey, if it comes to God and you, you, you are not a grain of dust. You are not. Look at God great God, all that he has done and what he is, and then you come, who are you? Yeah. But God always needs somebody to do something for him. And that is what, like people who are in church and they get angry, say, I don't need you. You also don't need me. No, it's, 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 it's fallacious. It's, it's, it's a fallacy. It's a, there's never a time that you don't need somebody. You always say you may be the great. If God needs somebody, then you must need somebody in your life. You need me. Oh, you need me. Yes. You may not have thought of it that you need me. Yes. And I need you too. If you were not here, I will have, Lord, I know you need somebody, but I won't get anybody to preach it to. <laughs> Because you are here, that's why I'm called a preacher. Yes. So, God is always looking for Ezekiel 22:30. He said, And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it. But I found none. God is looking for a man. Are you the one God is looking for? You are the one. Sure. And he's not finding you. Where are you? He said, I found none. I couldn't find anybody who will stand in the gap. Somebody to stand in the gap. Somebody to be an intercessor. So that I would not destroy the people. But as I look around, I didn't find anybody. God is always looking for somebody to do something. God never completes his work without a man. When God created the heavens and the earth and the trees and the fish and the uh, what else? Animals and uh, what else? The birds and all those things. He needed a man. So he made a man because he can have heaven, earth, river, sea, uh, fish, bed, uh, anything, everything. But without a man, the creation is not complete. Man is always important because at the creation, everything held together when the man came. When the man came, then he gave him authority. He said, I'm giving you dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air 
and over every creeping thing and every animal and everything I'm giving it to you, be in charge. God needed a man to be in charge of his creation. If there was no man, everything would just have gone into confusion. God is always looking for somebody. And I'm sure that as you are sitting here, you are the one person that God is looking for. Yes, God is looking for you. You are the one person that God is looking for. Even for Jesus to become Jesus, God was looking for a girl. Eh? He looked around that which girl can I get and put my son in her womb? And he went around plenty because all the girls that he met at that time, no. I mean, I'm not saying you, but at that time. <laughs> he knew that if I give my son to this guy, put my son in this girl's womb, the girl will go and say that it is this boy's. Son. Um, or the best show be. Yes, or the best show be. Uh-huh. But actually, so no. Nah, uh, he, uh, there's a reason to audition. If I know. Uh-huh. We're a doctor. We're a doctor. I mean, I wish I knew. Have there been a time that somebody came to the hospital and said that, then you said you are pregnant. And the girl said, I've never done anything before and I'm pregnant. Has it happened before? I have been looking for that story. Whether there's any story like that of a person goes to hospital. Hey, doctor, I'm feeling feverish. Yeah, yeah, pregnancy test. I said, doctor, sir, I didn't you see the pregnancy. But me who be that? Me be that? Hmm? You doctor, no reputation, but said test near correct, and test near correct. It went to me, you know. Yeah, I've not seen some. So, God, look, I'm sure. Do you remember when they were looking for a good girl for David? When David was old, and they said, We have to get a girl if the girl comes to do something, something, and the man doesn't wake up, then we know that he is gone, cry, mokai. Where did they go to find a girl? They roamed the whole of Israel. Everywhere before they found one. I don't know what qualities he had, she had, but they couldn't find. So, I'm sure one. Like very even Joseph didn't do anything. Crap. They said cap, the carpenter's son, and they call him himself carpenter. Uh, imagine somebody who did something. So, ladies, you have to be pure so that when, if God is looking for a womb to put another son, he will find yours. As the lady sitting by you, what do you think about what the man is saying? Or you will go and say that it is for uh, that this thing, uh, 
the man in the lotto kiosk that you went to visit the other day. Or it can even be confused because now I don't know whether it's Peter or Pierrot or Prudence. Because they said this five weeks old pregnant and the five weeks there. Ubeya calculation. Uko we wa say nyame koha no nyame koha. I feel your last person. Anyway, let me preach my preaching before people get angry with me. But I'm asking a genuine question. As they went around looking for and they got married, would they have gotten you? That's my genuine question. That one they have asked. And you should answer. Not to me. But to yourself. That in case they put the baby in your womb, who could it have gone to? Would have been so God is looking for a man. Jesus met Saul in Acts chapter 9. And after talking with Saul, why do you persecute me? I'm Jesus. This, that, that, that. It says, okay, so what should I do? He said, get up. You are blind. But go into the city and go and meet a man. This is Jesus doing evangelism. Yes. Witnessing. When you do witnessing, what's the end of it? Yes. So you pray the sinner's prayer with the person. You have to receive. Let me pray with you. Jesus couldn't pray that prayer. No. He couldn't pray that. He did the evangelism to the point that the guys, the Medra, his heart had melted. He was ready for the kingdom and everything. But Jesus couldn't pray the sinner's prayer with him. He couldn't finalize. Yeah. He said, go into the city and you meet a certain man and that man will pray for you and help you. God is always looking for somebody. I'm sure you are the one God is looking for at this time. Yes. Jesus, with all his days, he couldn't finish the thing. Go and meet a man. Yes. So, God is very great. He has everything. But he's always looking for somebody to do something. Because he's not... I should say that he's not able to do everything by himself. Yes. Why did God create man? So that you have fellowship. Because he needed fellowship. Yeah. He needed fellowship with man. So he created man for fellowship. And that's exactly what Lucifer didn't like at all. That God is going to leave us and have fellowship with these people that he's creating. That's why he rose up and fought against the whole idea of the creation of man. The reason why Lucifer became Satan is because of the creation of man. 
when the came the thing came for the board meeting and God said he was going to create, he said this thing I would never over my dead body, it will not happen. So he fought it seriously. So when God created the man and said, You have created, then we'll see whether you have that fellowship with him. That's why Satan is always on us fighting against us and making us move away from God and be far away from God and be sinful and be whatever we can be so that he will break that relationship that we have with God. That's what Satan wants to do. The reason is that he doesn't want God to leave. He didn't want God to leave the angels and be with us. But God is looking for us. God will come into the garden in the cool of the day. You hear the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden. Coming to do what? Look for Adam and Eve. The Adam, where are you? Come, let's sit under the tree. Nemo want to want to be here. Into Eve. Oh, general. And things to women, God will say, Hey, for your world, yeah, this. Then one day when he came, the same person is now running away because of sin. That's exactly what God is, uh, Satan is looking for. That you will not stay with God, you will run away from God. But don't run away. All right. Because as for God, is looking for you. Or show. Very good. Now, you are the late, um, number one. Lord, I know you need somebody who will go in between God and man. Ezekiel twenty-two thirty is a scripture I read and I saw it. For a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me uh, for the land that I should not destroy it. But I found none. Ezekiel twenty-two thirty. God is looking for somebody who will stand in the gap. To stand in the gap is to stand between God and man. Instead of allowing men to encounter the wrath of God, an intercessor will stand and pray to God for mercy. God is looking for somebody who will pray for sinners. We all know, we preach it, you know, that if you don't repent, you are going to hell. But you concerned about the people going to hell. Do you pray for them? Even when you see people who are, let's say, sinners, doing bad things, you wish that something bad will happen to them as they are going. Is that not so? Instead of praying for them that they can repent, they will come to God, and the punishment will not be on them. You just rather wish that something bad happens to them. But rather... God is looking for somebody who will stand in there and pray for the people, an intercessor, so that the punishment or the anger of God will not come on the people. Your friend who is not born again, what you need, what God is looking for from you is that you will stand in the gap and pray for the person. Yes. The other one, your classmate, the one you know, what God is looking for is looking for somebody who will stand in the gap and pray. Listen, many of us who are Christians, it is because of somebody's prayer. That is why you are a Christian today. 
Don't think that, oh, me, as I was growing up, I wasn't a bad person. All the bad things people were doing, I wasn't doing so, so that's why. No, 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 no. Somebody's prayer is the reason why today you are called a Christian. Somebody prayed for you. Oh, yes, I know that somebody prayed for you. You may not even know who prayed for you, but somebody prayed for you. That's why when you backslide, it's a bad thing. And it is now your turn to also stand in the gap and pray that somebody somewhere, you are sitting in the church because of the prayer that has gone on. It's your turn to now pray for others to come and sit in the church tomorrow because you are the one here today. Yes. That's what God is doing. That is God's purpose and God's plan. Number two, when God is looking for somebody, many people, all through the Bible, God is looking for somebody to stand in the gap. Many people have answered and said, Lord, you can depend on me. Lord, I know you need someone to stand in the gap. I'm available. Please use me. Ask your neighbor, is that your answer? What is your neighbor's answer? Your answer is what? Lord, you can depend on me. What is your answer? What is your answer? God is looking for somebody. What is your answer? Are you sure God can depend on you? Will you not disappoint God by the time he's looking for you? You say your grandmother has sent you to Kaswa. Or not even Kaswa, to... Um, eh? Amasama. Yeah. Lord, you can depend on me. Can God depend on you? How many people God can depend on you? Lift your hand like this and let's say God can depend on you. Wow, you are sure. God can depend on you. God should look up to you. If he's looking for somebody, you are the one he should look for. What a blessing. Clap for yourself. Second Chronicles 16, 9. Let me give you that scripture. Second Chronicles 16, 9. He said, the eyes of the Lord are moving to and fro. That is God's eyes are on the move. Second Chronicles 16, 9. God's eyes are, they run to and fro throughout the whole earth. His eyes are searching to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. So God is always looking for somebody. He's even looking for somebody he can bless. That's what this scripture is saying. Show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. I'm looking for somebody I can bless. Who is the person? Are you here? Are you here? There's somebody to be blessed. So God is looking for people that he can shower his blessings on. Can you answer you can depend on me say lord you can depend on me lord you can depend on me when people are perishing lord you can depend on me when people don't know god you can depend on me when people don't go to church lord you can depend on me 
when people are becoming disobedient, Lord, you can depend on me to do something about the situation. And you can do something about the situation. Number two, Lord, I know you need somebody who will help the people of God. Wow. Somebody to help. And I'm there. Second Kings 14, 23 to 27. In the 50th, 15th year of Amaziah, the son of Joash, king of Judah, Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel, began to reign in Samaria and reigned 40 and 1 years. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. He departed not from all the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. He restored the coast of Israel from the entering of Hamath onto the sea of the plain, according to the word of the Lord God of Israel, which is speak by the hand of a servant Jonah, the son of Amittai, the prophet, which was of Gath-Hever. For the Lord saw the affliction of Israel, mm-hmm, that it was very bitter, for there was not any shut up, nor any left, nor any helper for Israel. And the Lord said not that he would blot out the name of Israel from under heaven, but he saved them by the hand of Jeroboam, the son of Joash. God is looking for someone to help the people. People need the Lord. People need help. Everybody needs a little help to get his life together. There's no exception to this reality. If you are part of this world, you will one day need help. You'll be very glad that there is someone who can help you every step of the way. Beautiful, isn't it? So, people need help. How many here have some need that you wish somebody will be there to help you? You have a need, you wish somebody will be there to help you. You have a need? You wish there was a helper? Somebody somewhere has a need and you have the, help, the power to help the person. Everybody needs help. And somebody must help somebody. I believe God is looking for your willingness to help somebody out there. Then he will bring your own helper to you to help you. Is it not simple? Because where you are, you can help somebody. God has seen you. God has called you. God is looking for somebody. And he has seen it that this is the person I need who can do something. When you are ready to help somebody who has a need, God will send somebody to come and help you in your need because you always need help. Maybe you haven't even gotten to the point where you need that help yet. Yes. Help is comforting. Help is deliverance. Help is great. When you are in trouble, and a helper arrives. I was driving one day some time back. And then, not me, but my car knocked somebody. 
on Motri Road. Yeah. Is the car? I was I was on my way to church evening service, driving, and the car too was a car. It was BMW. I was driving. I'm in a hurry to go to church. Do you know Motri Road? Was it a road before? Is it still a road? I don't think it's. Now it's not. But then it was a road. Then this person just crossed from the island in front of the parked. I don't know how this car was parked in the inner lane or stopped in the inner lane and crossed me. All that I heard was boom. And I saw the human being go up like that and come and hit my windscreen. And then he fell on the side. And I was there, stuck in the car. Said, this guy is dead. Yeah. Then, first help was somebody I didn't know. That was rolled up. So he came. I said, look, don't be afraid. I'm here. Let's take this guy to the hospital. And the first thing that came to is he not dead? <laughs> so that one was assuring that somebody has come. He's ready to help me because I was just there. And you know how it is. I mean, in Ghana, what happens? People, the crowd will be gathering. So let's take him to the world. I said, okay. So I opened the door and got down. And then he, somebody helped him. I don't think I did. Then they carried the guy and put him on the back seat. And this person sat by me. And I drove. Of course, you can imagine, you cannot see a goat that is sweating. You won't see the sweat, but the goat may be sweating. I was shivering. But I drove. You turn. Let's go to Kolibu. So as the thing happened and I was going, I called three people. One was a doctor. I think Dr. Go, he was still in Kolibu. I said, look, I have a situation. So meet me in Kolibu. Have a problem. Say, I'm coming. I called another person, a policeman. Yes. DSP. Yes, I said, look, I have this problem. You are in Domi. Just drive to Kolibu now. And I need your help. And I called another person who solves problems. That's Bishop Prince. He can solve uh, all problems. Because I was having a meeting with him. And I just left him to go to church. Oh, no, I'm here late. That's why I knocked the guy so he should come. Is it but the miracle of that thing? The guy was lying at the back, lifeless. So as we drove a little from somewhere, Mochi Road, that's Abusio kind, to Kolibu, somewhere in the middle, then he got up. I said, hey. <laughs> At first, I was wondering whether his spirit was now coming out of him and we are feeling it. But he got up and then, then the, my helper, he asked him, 
Yefra was saying, then he mentioned his name. I said, ah, the thing is working. The guy is alive. Then he describes something. It's like he's, 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 he's alive. Yeah. So drove, got to the hospital emergency, parked over there. And then, now the guy was sitting at the back or in front. The guy who was with me just helped him like this. And he got up, came out of the car, and was standing. As for his legs, I thought his legs there because, you know, and a man is so cross. But the guy was standing like this, and he held him, and they walked. I was there watching. Hey! <laughs> is it the same person? <laughs> Walked inside. Then soon, the doctor that I called came, was there. The policeman came. I said, here is the police station. So you go there and solve the problem. Then the general problem solver was also, oh, I was just walking around, cool like that in the place, like, Charlie, I, 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 I mean, I don't have any problem because I had helpers, people who were solving the problem in this department and that department and that department. Wow. Everybody needs help. When you help where you can help, God will help you when you need help. Write it down somewhere. You don't have to forget this. When you come to church, there are certain things you should write to enter your spirit and you write. When you help, Where you can help, God will send you help when you need help. Yeah. This guy went in, the doctors, everything, said that he had some bruises on the leg and then the face this way and inside the mouth. So they just treated this, that, 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 that. He can go home. Hey! The dead man. The dead man could go home. What a blessing. I said, what a blessing. So God is looking for somebody for the salvation of souls. Because I told you that God can't save souls. Can you imagine that Jesus did the witnessing? And when... At the point, you know, when you do witness, when you do real witnessing, not invitation, you talk to the person, you see, you have sinned, you have to be born again, otherwise you go to hell, this, that, that. And then they said that if there's a prayer, I pray this prayer for you, God will save you. And then the person says, I need this prayer. Wow, now they're not far. At the point where the person needed the prayer, he said, I can't pray for you. Go and see what the man's name is. Ananas, he's in town. You are blind, but go there and look for a man. God is looking for you. God needs you. God needs you, and we are here to do the work of God. We are here for all the blessing that God will bless us, and God is blessing us. We receive the blessing, but the day we also stop doing what we have to do, and the reason why we are here, that is the day the blessings will dry up. That's why in our church, 
maybe we, we don't preach so much about money and wealth and uh, those kind of things. But God blesses us. See where we are sitting. Is it not a blessing? What? I have a special place in Amotino. Somebody was a member of the church uh, outside. What about around recently? I said, hey, this place, bad. it's a don't step outside just be inside then you are in a and you step out it's for the government I don't know what it is yeah yes for us yes at least where you are try and make the place fine small confusion no and would them we are confused? Is it a how I dream? Intimate ma won't mean develop we because when you are confused, you can't develop, you can't think. In fact, the first step towards development is organization. Yes, actually, when God was creating the earth, the first thing He did was organization. Yes. Yes, let the waters be separated and let the earth come out and let this be here and let this be here before animals came. Yes, and human beings came and trees came. He organized. So organize your environment. I went to visit whose house was it and, and when I entered the house, I didn't even know what the geography of that. I went straight like this and it was they have three girls, their room. So I was entering their room. Come and see confusion. They said, no, 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 no. That's I'm a visitor. You don't know me. I've come to your house and you, are, you say I shouldn't come to your room. Is that how you treat visitors? To me, room like this. No. So please come out of confusion. It will help your mind to develop better. The outside, you can't do much. But the inside, where your house is, yeah, you can do something about it. Even if people drive on bad road like this, when they enter your house, it must be like, it's not money. I'm not talking about being rich. I'm talking about organization, being wise more. Because Yes. Your things that you have been wearing for the past three weeks, they are not washed. They are there smelling. Scattered in your room. When they are going to your room, it's a fight. Why? Why should going to your room be a fight? Organization is the first thing. So, we are in a nice place. I, do I have to tell you when you came, was it very nice? But now it's normal. Is that not so? <laughs> After some time, then it's normal. Yes. Yes. So we are here for the work of God, for the saving of souls. The day we stop doing it, that's the day God stops looking for us. But as you are doing, you are responding. He said, Lord, I know you need somebody. What is your response? Lord, I 
Only three people responded. Lord, I know you need somebody. I know you need somebody. Can he depend on you? Will you not disappoint? Okay. Don't disappoint. So, we are pressing on with doing what God wants us to do as a church. And what God wants us to do is to save souls. To work the way. That's why last week we had that powerful crusade at Asofar Park. Powerful crusade. Now that was a crusade outside. Open air crusade. Now our next move is that we are doing internal crusade in the church. Which we call Swollen Sunday. Are you ready for that one? I said, are you ready for Swollen Sunday? That one is a crusade in the church. Instead of going out there on the park or the open or something for the people to decide to come or not. This time, we are carrying them from wherever they are and bringing them into the church. And saying that as you have come here, you have no choice. You will be saved. Oh, many thousands of people will be saved on that day. Because God is looking for somebody to help the people out there. Are you saying you can depend on me? Shout it, Lord, you can depend on me. Shout it, Lord, you can depend on me. If you are part of the Swollen Sunday, shout, Lord, you can depend on me. If you are bringing at least five people for the swollen Sunday, shout, Lord, you can depend on me. Clap for yourselves. And God heard you. Maybe you didn't understand. If you bring at least five people for the swollen Sunday, say, Lord, you can depend on me. Lord is looking for your five people. So, 17th September. Lord, can the Lord depend on you? Shout it, Lord, you can depend on me. Shout it again, Lord, you can depend on me. If you need five people, you can depend on me. If you need ten people, you can depend on me. If you need twenty people, you can depend on me. If you need fifty people, you can depend on me. If you need a big crusade in the church, a big swollen Sunday in the church, Lord, you can depend on me. Shout it and let me hear. Sit down at the moment. Let me give you seven blessings connected with this program. Psalm 94, verse number 14. As you are doing the work of God at this time, these are the seven blessings. I want you to have them, write them. And when you are coming, you are doing your organization of souls, whether it's evangelism, whatever you are doing, and you are coming with your people, you know that these seven blessings, they are your blessings. How many want blessings in your life? Verse 14. He said, because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will do what? Number one is deliverance from God. Therefore will I deliver him. God will deliver you. Working for God is setting your love on God. 
Look, you who work in places, you don't love the boss. You don't love the place. You love the money they will give you. Yes. Not usually. Almost always. If you don't go, they won't give you. If it's still raining by tomorrow morning and you have to go to work. I mean, is it because you love your boss so you can't stay at home? When you don't go, they will query you. That's why you are going. I will work at ministry or something, you won't go. Because nobody will query you. Yes. And if you, maybe if you don't go, they won't pay you. But as for God, we work for God because we love God. Is that not so? And because he said, because you have demonstrated your love for me by standing in the gap and praying for people and helping people to be saved because of that i will deliver you from that accident i'll deliver you from that armed robbery attack i'll deliver you from that sickness i'll deliver you from any evil thing that comes around you i am there to help you and i'm there to deliver you your first blessing is the blessing of deliverance you have deliverance from God. Number two, give me the scripture. Who is this disturbing my life today? Eh? And what? I will do what? I will set him on high. Yes, because he has known my name. I will set him on high. What does it mean to be set on high? He will promote you. How many need some promotion in your life? Everybody needs promotion from one level to another level. Hey, the highest person needs to go higher. And the lowest person needs to lift up from the low point and go a little higher. Yes. Nobody reaches any point. Those who are billionaires, they are looking for money. Even more than those of us who are looking for money to rent a single room. And you wonder what they are looking for money for. Yes. Number two is promotion from God. God is promoting you. God is putting you in a place that you will wonder, am I the one or am I not the one? Well, how did I find myself in this place? How did I come to be included? You'll be included in a group that you never thought you'd be part of. It's promotion. Oh, yeah. Oh, God is precipitating that date ever faster. Where people will be sitting down and they are waiting for the bride to come, who is usually late. They don't get up and go home. They sit and wait. Is it promotion that you are the bride and they are waiting for you? MPs are waiting for you. Minister of roads and uh, skies waiting for you. The rich men are waiting for you. The choir is waiting for you. Reverends and bishops are wearing their clerical and they are saying they can't do any church until you, this small girl, you, this small girl, you are holding everybody hostage. Yes. And then when you come, instead of running and coming, so sorry I'm late, I'm here now. It's now that you stand at the back 
and they will command us say we should get up. What a promotion! It's a promotion. And you walk slowly with your father holding you and some fathers, they come dancing. Eh? Which one was that? It's a recent wedding we had that the man was dancing. <laughs> slowly. And as you are coming instead, say, I bet soon so Hey, no, no. We are very happy. Everybody's eyes are open. They want to catch a glimpse of you. They have their camera. They are taking pictures. Hey, we are star. Promotion is coming to you. Promotion is coming to you. I will set him on high because he has known my name. As we do this part of the work, God needs somebody. And you make yourself available for this work of God. He said, I will set you on high. I will promote you. People will gather for you. People will be there. Your, your, your workplace, they promoted you last year. This year, by the end of the year, they will promote you again. Others will say, this guy was promoted last year. The boss will say, yes, I know. But he must be promoted again. In the name of Jesus, shout I receive it. These are the blessings that are your blessings. As you say, Lord, you can depend on me. And God depends on you for the souls. These blessings will come to you. Verse 15. is what? He shall call upon me and I will answer him. The blessing of answered prayers. How many have some prayer that has not been answered? In this season, and that's what we're praying, even the season of the, this uh, swollen and soul saving, it coincides with the season of the ninth month. Hey, I believe it. I will answer him. God will answer your prayers. Oh, somebody's prayers are about to be answered. What has been delaying for some time is becoming manifest. Manifest means you can see it. You can touch it. You can hold it. You can use it. You have been looking for a wife for some time. This time you can see the wife. You can touch the wife. You can hold the wife. It shall be a real thing. I'm telling you. It's a real thing. Yes. It shall be a real thing. Anything that is a prayer, which is somewhere, this is the time. God will answer you. God will answer you. Lord, I know you need somebody. Say it loud. Say it louder. Lord, you can on me. Let me give you that verse. Psalm number. Take Isaiah, the Isaiah one. Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I. Send me. Is that your response? Here am I. Or here am I. Send her. Send me. Very good. Send me. Yes. As you make yourself available, God sends you. 
He will answer your prayers. Next one. Verse 15. I will be with him in trouble. Wow. When you have trouble, God will be there with you. As for trouble, everybody will have some trouble one time or the other. But the important thing is what happens to you in your trouble. Who is there to help you? But as you work the work of God and you make yourself available and you said, Lord, you can depend on me, God will be with you in your trouble. When trouble comes, God will be there with you. Say amen. Wow. He said, you, if you go through the fire, I will be with you. What scripture is that? Isaiah 43, 2. He said, when thou passest through the waters, I will be with you. Because there are waters for us to pass through. Waters means what? Difficulties. When you are moving and you meet water or a stream, like the people of Israel were moving, and then this was the Red Sea. They didn't know what to do. You get to the place where you don't know what to do. God said, I will be with you. Amen. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. The rivers will not quench you. You may have high standing situations and difficulties but none of them will be able to quench you you have messages and stories and outcome, I mean things that look so wild it's like your life is finished but he says that it will not overwhelm you when thou walkest through the fire thou shalt not be burnt this one always reminds me of um Daniel's friend, who was cast into the fire. Daniel's friends. He said, is it not three people we cast into the fire? But I see a fourth man whose form is like the son of God. God was with them in the fire. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. God will be with you. Whatever trouble will come, he said, I will be with him in his trouble. Whatever the trouble is that comes, God is there with you. And he will deliver you. And he will help you. He will help you. There will be help when you need help. As you help others. God will help you. Say amen. Back to my scripture. I will deliver him and honor him. God will make you honorable. Yes. They will honor you. God will send people to honor you. Honor means they will acknowledge you. Honor means your presence will be felt. Honor means when they meet, they will ask your opinion. 
You see, there's a meeting. You say there are nobody. Whether you talk or not, nobody cares. But God will make you so wise and so great. If you haven't said anything, the people in the meeting, they will feel uncomfortable. They will ask you, what do you think? Yes. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you don't say anything, they are wondering. Because they know that here, you have a lot of things. And they want to hear what is there. Yes. They would never want me in jail or say, oh, nothing. Oh, yes, oh, Mr. Aziel and Kwan, oh, on the only high between I meeting and yesterday. It shall never happen to you. I said it shall never happen to you. I mean, when you are having a wedding and the bride's father is not there, what do you do? You wait. So that day you are the honorable man. They can't say that if you don't come stay where you are, we, we are doing the wedding. Who are you to go and take a hand that I'm the father? Even if you are the father's brother. And the man says, I'm coming. Wait, unless he says, oh, look, where I am, do it for me. And many fathers will not allow you to do it for them. Yeah. You wait. God will honor you. God will bring greatness into your life. Are you listening to me? You'll be acknowledged. Your name will be mentioned. I was saying in the first service that now at a certain level of your life, all that you think of is money. Your need is money. House. Food. Clothes to wear. Chop money to give. But you see, God is moving you from that area of money and those kind of things to the point where what you need is acknowledgement, the sense of belonging. That when you arrive, they receive you as one that has come and acknowledge you and mention your name. And that's honor. Any, if an honorable minister enters the church, we cannot preach and say let's share the grace and go home no 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 you can't we'll introduce and god is making you honorable you don't have to go and stand for election but they will do it yes 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 honorable minister of beds and tortoise has come to the church God is making you great. He's moving you from Sikasemni where to stay and things. You pass all that and greatness shall be your. When you arrive, somebody has arrived. I remember the day I felt like becoming MP. What happened? I went for a funeral. It, the funeral was November ending. I don't know whether it was 30th November, but ending last Saturday of November. Election was coming on 7th December. Then the sitting MP arrived. What? The people. Dancing all around. Everybody, the man is in the middle, surrounded like wide circle. You can't go. They are happy, hilarious. I say it's nice to be MP. <laughs> Honorable Abba. 
even yesterday, uh, yesterday, who was there? When the honorable came, what did she say? We were waiting to go and greet, and they said something. So they said, Oh, I'm going. I'll make a way for you to come. Yes. <laughs> so I was there. That's man that they were everybody there. That then, seventh, about one week, they went to vote. And the results came. And this honorable, he had lost the elections. <laughs> I tell you, he lost the thing. I was shocked because I was there when he arrived one week to the election, and I felt like becoming MP that day. Sana to be MP and yes, you. <laughs> Next verse God will honor you. I said, God will honor you. God will honor you. God will honor you. You'll be respected. You'll be known. You'll be acknowledged. When you arrive, they'll know that somebody has arrived. An important person is here. You are that important person. Shout amen. I said you are that important person. Shout a lot amen. Oh yes, I tell you. Oh yes. Next one. With long life, I will satisfy him. That is number him. It should be number six. Number six is long life. You will live long. As you are part of this swollen Sunday soul winning project, the blessing God is giving you is long life. How many love long life? How many want to live long? Like how many years, my brother? 95. Wow. Like how many years? 90. Ah, you have removed five from it. Hey! Like how many years, Susie? Eh? Huh? 98. Any year 100 per queen. <laughs> wow. What a blessing. I hear somebody saying 104. He said, because you are part of the swollen Sunday, so winning, I will give you long life. I will satisfy you with long life. With long life, I will satisfy him. It means it's a satisfaction to live long. It's dissatisfaction to die early. That's why you will not die early. I refuse your early death. I cancel it. I disannul it. I don't accept it. In the name of Jesus, I refuse it. You to stand and shout, I refuse it. Say it again, I refuse it. Whoever said you die early, I'm malifo. I'm malifo law. I'm malifo law. Those who don't like long life, they are still sitting down. It's up to them. God is saying, I will satisfy you with long life. I so is God wrong? God knows you need it. And he knows it's important. Yes. 
His intention is not for you to tell. As you are doing the swelling Sunday and you are standing in as God needs somebody and I'm available, send me. I'll give you long life for that. Receive long life. Refuse short life. Yes. I mean, those who are saying 10490, I mean, you go for funerals, you'll be tired. Oh, do you know that? All your friends will die, and your classmates, and this, that, like. <clears throat> then, number seven is that you will see the salvation of God. What does it mean, salvation? What does it mean? Salvation. It means deliverance. It means help. It means provision. So salvation actually sums up every good thing that comes from God. So what are the seven blessings of this swollen Sunday? Anybody in the swollen Sunday, these seven blessings are yours. That's why I want you to write them down. Number one is what? The Lord will deliver you. You have deliverance from God. Is that not so? Number two is what? God will promote you. I don't know where you are promoted. You are being promoted from two. But there's a promotion. Number three is what? God will answer your prayers. How many have some prayers that have not been answered? God is answering that prayer now. In this month of September. God is answering that prayer now. In this month of September. Shout, I believe it. Number four. It's what? God will do what? Will be with you in trouble. Yes. He will help you. Look, don't be afraid of the trouble that will come. Actually, earlier in the same psalm, he said what? It's a nice psalm. Do you know Psalm 91? Yes. Earlier on, he had said something about trouble. He said what? No, no, no. Something about amplified. The sun shall not smite day by day. The sun shall not smite day by day. A thousand will fall on your side. And ten, <laughs> you will not fear the terror of the night nor the arrow that flies by daytime. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. The terror by night. Yes. Or the arrow that flies by day. You will not be afraid. You will just be moving. That means the terror will come in the night. You with the night, everybody will hear some terror is coming. But you will not be afraid. Arrows will fly by day. But you will not be afraid. It's not stopping the arrows or stopping the terror. But you will not be afraid. Because God is with you. Number Six. Number six is what? Long life. Why don't you want to say long life? And you are saying seven. Honor. Number five. Yes. You'll be honored. Yes. Number six is what? 
Long life. Do you like long life? Me too, I like long life. I mean, if you're a pastor, you live so long. I mean, your, your church members, you have a very Because not all of them have the same faith. So at a certain point, you say it's enough. Long life. Long life. You will not die, but you shall live to declare the works of the Lord on Swollen Sunday. You will live to declare the works of the Lord on Swollen Sunday. What a blessing. Number seven is what? You will, I will show you my... When I will amplified, no. Yes, salvation. Amplified should explain salvation. Quickly. Look, you are delaying the service. Salvation, in brackets, what is there? You didn't explain. Your amplified is not good. Find another one. Yes. Where is core? Deliverance. Deliverance. Help. Help. Those are the words I was mentioning to you, but you didn't believe. That's why I wanted you to uh, change uh, what? Started deliverance, help, yes, prosperity, prosperity, womb, victory, victory, womb, preservation, a womb. He'll preserve you, he'll give you victory, he'll give you prosperity. So, salvation encapsulates all the blessings that you are looking for from God. It's not just you go to heaven, that's one part, but this one. All the things you have. Wow. Lord, I know you need somebody. I know you need somebody. I know you need somebody. Somebody to stand in the gap and save the soul. And you can depend on me. I am there. I'm ready for Swollen Sunday. Get up if you are ready for Swollen Sunday. It's happening. Rado, 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 rado. In this place. Lift your hands and ask that God will use you, Lord. If you can use anything, you can use anybody. I'm here and I'm available and I make myself available to you. Use me, oh God. Use me, oh God. I want to hear you praying. God will use you that as we talk about soul saving and the programs we are talking about, it will be that you will be the greatest person that God will use in this thing. Because these are the greatest blessings that He's given you. Seven of them complete that are yours. Seven of them, they are yours as you step into this. As you become a serious person, partaking in this soul saving work these seven things are yours Father help us help us let there be no weak person but strengthen every one of us to reach out to the lost world standing in the gap and bringing salvation in Jesus name Amen Amen now close your eyes. You are not born again. 
You want to be born again. Say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand so I'll pray with you. I need Jesus. You cannot come to church and still be uncertain. If there is any uncertainty in your heart about whether you go to heaven or you will not go to heaven, this is the time to solve that uncertainty by the prayer that I'm about to pray for you. You are not sure, but you want to be sure. You know your name is not there. You want your name to be in heaven, not on the earth. Father, help us, save us in Jesus' name. Lift up your right hand. You need Jesus. You need to be born again. It's the day of salvation, the day of life. God is giving us life. You have life. He's giving you life. I don't know tomorrow, but today he's giving you life. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come quickly. Salvation. Not to write your name in the church's book, but to write your name in heaven. What a blessing that your name is written in heaven. What a blessing. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Close your eyes and say it loud. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me say I receive Jesus today as my Lord as my Savior forgive me my sins wash me in the blood write my name in the book of life say thank you Jesus for saving me today Amen life is in the blood as you receive the blood you receive life Deliverance is in the blood. As you receive the blood, you receive deliverance. Protection is in the blood. As you receive the blood, you are protected. Forgiveness is in the blood. As you receive the blood, you receive forgiveness. Whatever sin and whatever door is open because of sin that the enemy uses to attack you, by receiving the blood today, that door is closed. That sin is washed away. And the enemy cannot attack you anymore. And now, may the blessing of Jehovah be your blessing. As you came for the blood and for the body. I declare perfection. I declare healing. I declare completeness of your body, of your soul, of your spirit. I declare the manifestation of the gift of God, the blessing of God, answered prayers of God, breakthroughs from the presence of God. They are your portion in the name of Jesus. I declare long life to you. Because you have the body and you have the blood. You have life. You have life. I came that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Abundant life is your portion. You shall not die, but you shall live. And I command sickness and weakness and whatever is driving you unto sickness, unto death, and unto your grave. 
excellent in the name of Jesus. I cancel that agenda. I cancel that plan. It shall not be in the name of Jesus. It is cancelled. It is disannulled in the name of Jesus. But I declare life over you. In the name of Jesus, may God now stretch forth that mighty hand over you and say, my son, live, my daughter, live, and save me. As you decide that if God is looking for somebody, he can depend on you. May you live for God to depend on you and may God use you. For greater and mightier works in the name of Jesus. Shout a louder amen. Shout your loudest amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. God bless you for listening. We invite you to join us this Sunday. Our Doxa service is at 7.45 a.m. and Victory service at 10 a.m. Our Victory Prayer service is on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Like and subscribe to Bishop Steve Asari-DHMM on Facebook and YouTube and Lighthouse Chapel International-HQ. May God bless you and protect you. Angels cry, singing holy. Yeah.